Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across the UK. This story was performed by Shannon. At the Hackney Attic in November 2015. Where the theme of the night was multicultural minds. And a word of warning. There are triggers in this story, particularly for those with depression. Uh, hi. Um... My name's Shannon. There seems to be a little theme here that white people are like middle class. I'm not. I'm really ghetto. No, I am. I'm really ghetto. I'm from a place called Tottenham, which is the next borough, Dana Road. White people are a minority where I'm from, but I love it because I have loads of mixed race children and loads of black boyfriends. And it's just like I can cook Caribbean food and, and I like patties and I listen to Bashman and I go raving and I can twerk and that. So, so my multicultural side of it really played a big part. However, there's no race division, there's no age division, there's no gender division with mental health. So I grew up with my mum on drugs, not all my life. I grew up quite normal, then my stepdad left. And my mum went from a normal mum to, to, to a single mum with three young kids under the age of 10. And um, she went down the typical route that the whole family has gone down, which is let's have a drink. Let's all forget about it and let's have a drink. You feel better after a glass of wine or you feel wicked after a little spliff and you've thought about your life and you've had all these conclusions come up to you whilst you're under the influence of Mary Jane, so it's all good. However, your problems are still there, love. Like, <laughs> I woke up in the morning and I'm still crying. So I got put into care and... Um, I thought, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just kept bouncing back. I just kept bouncing back. Up and down placements. I get ripped from my, to- my hometown. I get put in Manchester and Southampton. I go Nottingham, I go Liverpool. I go all over the country, right? Never really settling in any way, shape or form in either society or background. I just didn't fit in anywhere, but I fitted in my own little world because it's okay, people know me here. I'm, I'm cool, I'm me. So I thought I was fine. I had this big thing that I'm fine. I had bouts of like, oh, I feel a bit shit. Or like, I just thought it was me withdrawing from cannabis, to be honest. I just thought like, if I didn't have a spliff, I'd just be quite low. Um, and then, and then I got really ill. I was sitting at McDonald's and I'm scribbling on my face and all these people are staring at me. And I wrote in black permanent marker and I wrote, don't look at me. 
all over my face. And um, I wasn't wearing any shoes. And um, just wasn't, I looked mad, like I looked crazy. I looked crazy. Just took one look at me. <laughs> she fucking, she's escaped from 10 hands, this one. That's the local mental health hospital. <laughs> like she's on day release, mate. And then, so that was my first little bout of it. And I didn't really think anything of it. My mum just thought, okay, she, she, she's, she's gone on one. She needs help. But we didn't, didn't, didn't play into it. Didn't think anything of it. And then um, I'm 18. And um, my son, Roman, was seven weeks old at the time and he was in his cot and it was he was born on the 19th of January so it was coming into February and we had a snowstorm in 2012 in London and um, I'm in a mother and baby unit I'm in care I've got my child with me who social services were trying to take away this is why I was in the unit and um, I went to close the curtains and I swear to God, there was people in the bushes. Like, there was people in the bushes. And I knew there wasn't people in the bushes because it was a gated community. Like, I knew no one couldn't get in. But no, 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 no. I went to close curtains and, was, and I was convinced there was people in the bushes and I was coming off weed at the time. So it just, it, and my hormones were everywhere and it just really, really, it was just really, really mad. Really mad. And I was, I was shouting with my son in my arms and... I was really aggressive. Like, I, I thought I was open-minded. No, I wasn't open-minded unless you agreed with what I was saying. If you disagreed with what I was saying, I didn't like you. And I couldn't understand why I was like the way I was. I couldn't understand why my relationships didn't last more than two years. I couldn't understand why I couldn't keep friends. I couldn't understand why I just didn't like people. I, I wouldn't go to my local shop because I just didn't want to cuss out the shopkeeper. I just didn't want to chat to you. Like, I was really, really in a horrible state of mind. But I had this baby to look after. So... I get um I get taken for an <laughs> for an assessment, and growing up right in my society, it's normal to have a parent on drugs. Like it really is. If your mum smoked crack, that's fine. Like that's 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 your normal childhood. If your dad was an alcoholic and beat your mum, it was fine. It was t it was okay. That that was my normality. My normality wasn't oh, let's not talk about it and stuff doesn't happen. It wasn't that stiff upper lip. It was like, yeah, we're all fucked up and let's have a fucking drink. Like, it was really out there. It was, no, it was really off key. And it was really hard because, because of where I lived. Like, yeah, my hair was done and my makeup was done and I looked, I looked nice and whatever, yet my mind was a shambles. And you were, if, like, in my area, you're not crazy. You're, you're on drugs if you're crazy. You're just, you're seen, like, you get this this term, we call him crackhead. Oh, look at that fucking crackhead. Oh, oh, look at that. No, you're not. It's like you're not well. So, um, so I'm in this unit now. Going back to the unit. I'm in a unit, and um, all of this is catching up with me. All of my childhood, all of the drugs and that I've been shown, all of the madness, and and like my mum's a very, very loving mum. Like she never hit me or anything. But when 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 times got tough, like we used to argue, we used to shout, and it got really, really, really political. So I'm in this unit, and I'm talking about all of these things. Bearing in mind, I'm becoming a mother myself, so it was really, really hard coping with the hormones. And I get misdiagnosed with postnatal depression. Okay. But my feelings ain't towards my child, though. My feelings were, were with me. And I had no feelings towards my baby or hurting my baby or anything that postnatal depression was, was supposed to be about. So I get reassessed in my local mental health hospital called St Anne's. And I get diagnosed with a thing called borderline personality disorder. What's that? What is that? 
personality in it. What, so am I crazy because I have red hair? Like, am I crazy because I laugh too loud? I get kicked out of public restaurants, I'm so loud. Like, am I crazy because I dress in vibrant colours and I like to go to Glastonbury festivals? You know, am I, it really, really, really confused me, really confused me. And I didn't do any research on my disorder because I didn't want to believe it. I just didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe I was ill. I'm normal, I'm Shan, I'm just that girl. I was the one on the dance floor. I was the one that was, always busting jokes and she's she's not ill she's always laughing Sham was forever laughing how can she ever be ill how can she ever be down how could she have issues when she's so smiley and she's so bubbly and she's she's always got everyone's back <laughs> so I have this diagnosis and I ended up losing custody of my son in the end because of my existing mental health issues and because of my mum's background so you fast forward to 2014 I've got a mental health worker on front mind sitting in my front room I'm punching my own TV, who, what I paid like £150 for, you know, like the shit ain't cheap, right? And I'm punching it up, like say I've got insurance on it, don't even have insurance, right? So if the thing's gone, it's gone. And, um, and I was with a partner, I'm Muslim by the way, <laughs> and in, <laughs> in my religion you're not crazy, you're possessed by the devil, right? <laughs> And, um, and you're not gay, you're possessed by the devil, right? So in religious terms, I didn't get any help for my mental health. And my boyfriend was Muslim and we were going to get married and all the rest of it. But in mind, it wasn't a crazy white person up in his mosque. So I had to sort my shit out. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> so we're sitting there and I just like, had all these things, all these triggering things were going on. I just had an abortion and I just lost my son. And it was just a real, real horrible time. And I'm sitting and I'm punching up the TV. And I just could not stop crying. And I remember thinking like, excuse my language, I was a really bad C-U-N-T growing up. Like I was really cold, cold hearted, didn't cry, didn't smile. And I remember sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, it's all come back to haunt me. All the tears, it's all saved up, it's all coming out now. And it just, it was like a flood was released, a big massive flood. And I just cried and I cried and I sobbed and I sobbed and I sobbed and I sobbed till I thought I couldn't sob no more. I had sores under my eyes where I kept rubbing them. I just, I didn't eat, I dropped down to 10 and a half stone. I've always been a chubby girl. I love my food, especially my Jamaican food. But I was like, all that chicken, mate, goes to the fires. But I couldn't, I couldn't eat, I, could, I didn't wash my hair, didn't do my makeup, like my makeup is a necessity. Like I go without cigarettes to pay for my foundation. Like, I have to have makeup, right? So with no makeup on and my boyfriend left me. Because he was like, you know, you're just too mad. <laughs> you're, too, you're just too crazy for me. It wasn't right for me in the end. Like, you either love me for me or you don't, innit? So, glad he left. And it gave me time to really, really focus on myself. But um, he left me and I tried to slip my wrists. And no disrespect to anyone who's done it. <laughs> I've done the first cut and it hurt so fucking much. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, this is too painful. There must be an easier way. Um, I'm in a health worker. I was sitting in a room. She's like, come come to mind in Harringay and because I was a Harringay resident that was my local area she goes come to mind in Harringay so I came to mind in Harringay where I met my best mate Charlie hey. he's been my best mate for two years now my mental health my ex mental health worker Lynette who I'm no longer a client with we run groups ourselves now so um, I went to mind and I've done a 12 week counselling course now 12 weeks was nowhere near enough to like get out the 22 years of shit that I'd been through but it, it helped, it really helped me see light. Now I do a life coach course, which is like the next step up from therapy. You know, when you've done therapy, you feel like, yeah, I really found myself. Like, I know why I'm so screwed up now. Like, it all makes sense.
make sense. Uh, no, no. You have a trigger and you fucking break down again. So you're like, you're back in therapy. But it's, it's all good. It's all good. So now I'm on this life coach course. And this life coach is like therapy for life, right? Because it doesn't distinguish on mental health. It's just, it's just out there and you're just free to be you. Um, I personally don't believe in medication. This is just my opinion. Because it relieves the symptoms of the disorders. It doesn't... Some people's opinions say it isn't curable. My BBD, I think it is. It's characteristics that learn your environment. So I felt with the right help, with the right perseverance and a will to change, I was, I was, I was good to go. So two years later, I'm now pregnant with my second child. Social services have closed my case because my mental health is no longer an issue for them. I've been off medication for two years. I've been in recovery for two years. I'm looking to get into work in the mental health field myself. And... Um, and life can only get better from here. So that's my story. If you've been infected by any of the subjects raised in this podcast, there are always people that can help. Please visit mind.org.uk for information or for help right now. People of Bristol. Spark is coming to you this Sunday. For true stories on the theme all-consuming. Stories of consumerism, gluttony and greed. That's Sunday the 29th of November at the Bristol Fringe Cafe Bar. Full details at stories.co.uk. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.